The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash and I like to think we are all flawed but we are also fucking fabulous. Welcome to episode 12. Today we have our first ever guest with us and I am so super excited. It is Ingrid Bonner, founder of Homebody. Welcome Ingrid. Thank you Ash. I'm so thrilled to be your first guest. (laughs) Yeah, me too. And of course we have producer Courts. Hello. Hello Courts. How are you today? I'm good. Yes. I'm excited for our first guest. I know. So I'm super excited. Ingrid and I have known each other for a very long time. Many, Um, many years, many lives. Yes, I know. So going back to probably, I think I was 14 or 15 Mm. when I first met Ingrid and um, we'll get into that in a minute but we always start our um, episodes with angel cards and since you're our guest um, Ingrid has already shuffled and picked down a card and what I'm going to get to do is flip it over and you can read the message on there and I'll give you the message from the book Okay, perfect timing Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome let's see what it means okay did you want me to read yep, this? Yep, oh, yeah, you can okay. Read it out loud. Now is the perfect moment for you to act on your inspirations. The doors are open while you work, walk through them with us by your side. Don't delay or procrastinate, as all of the ingredients are ripe for your success. Everything and everyone is on your side, supporting your positive outcome. That's actually just what I needed to hear. Oh, I love that. Angel yeah. cards again. Yeah. God always gives me this look. I told, oh, her to, I told her to angel card stories when I walked in this morning. I'm like, wait. Um, so the book says, this card means that you need to take certain steps before your prayer can be fully answered. Right. The angels say that now is perfect timing to act. They will guide you along the way. Sometimes it's not so important how we approach the situation, but the energy we put sorry, but that we put energy, action and intention into manifesting what we desire. Once we take the first step in the direction of our desired outcome, the universe then gives us additional help, additional meanings for this card. Take action now. The situation will work out provided that you don't delay. Make a decision. Any blocks in the past where, oh, sorry, any blocks in the past were because the timing wasn't right yet. That makes, oh my God, I got goosebumps. <laughs> I love and goosebumps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, just what I mentioned off air yes. is what that relates okay. to pretty yeah. much. And that's, yeah. yeah, that is a little secret squirrel. So we won't talk about mm. that, but um, that is, unless you want to, but we can talk about it a bit, little bit later. Yeah, yeah, happy yep. to okay. share. Okay. Yeah. And Ingrid also wasn't a virgin to the cards. She <laughs> has the cards. So I didn't have to fully be like, come down my, my freaky side. Table. Do this. <laughs> I don't know where they're gone. I think my daughter pinched them. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. well, Savella can have yeah. a good little play with them. And I think that all like kids should get in touch with all that sort of stuff. I don't let my kids touch them because I will never find them again. But like, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to do my affirmation card um, rather than angel card today and Quartz has an affirmation card too. Okay, life gives me opportunity to show my best self. I welcome them with an open heart. That's nice. Mine is I believe in the person I am and the person I am becoming. Very, very good. Powerful. <laughs> Thanks for giving me You're becoming a good person. Not a good no. You know what, you know what that means. Well, I, I think know what it means. We're all working on. We're yes. all working. You know, yeah. we're all working work in progress. Gratitude and all that yes. kind of stuff yes. lately. So It's okay to be a hot mess as long as you're working through it. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying and that's the main thing. 
Okay, well now I'm going to give you a little bit of background about Ingrid. So from ballerina to model to international PR consultant to wife and mother and now founder of Homebody, the leaders in the multi, um, sorry, multi-million dollar pre-wedding category. How does that mm. title sound, Ingrid? Oh, wow. <laughs> Down it's memory lane. jammed a bit in. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I was listening to something the other day and I don't know, you never really, se- you, you set out with intentions when you're young and you you have this plan, but I guess how it's unfolded for me is so different to what I wanted. And I think a lot like you, Ash, in yeah. life, life throws you things. So to hear it kind of put into a sentence makes you sit back and go, oh, wow, like I did do that, yeah. which is kind of cool. I know. Because you just go through the motions every day and you get up and you you know, you look after your kids and your family and you go to work, but you don't really reflect on well, I don't, where you've been or what you've done. So it's really nice for someone else to kind of verbalise it. Yeah. Yeah, No, and um, so when I first asked you to come on the podcast, I was like, I need some, like, you know, unpersonal things. I need some business side of Ingrid. So you sent me your brand Bible, which Mm. I absolutely loved reading. I thought it was so well put together. And as I was reading, I was like, oh, my God, like, you're like, business is like what I embody. I'm like, you know, be kind and, you know, take care of yourself. Mm. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, who who is Homebody? What, What does Homebody do? Well, Homebody is a lot me and my family and my friends. Um, Originally, we set out because like what you said, I used to be a bridal model. And when I was backstage working with these designers, I would see the gorgeous fabrics and the trims and and just, you know, the whole dress, you know, construction was really fascinating to me. And then when I got married myself, I was wearing singlet and shorts (laughs) while I was getting my hair and makeup done. And I thought, this doesn't make sense. And yeah. I had all my, my family there, the photographer taking photos. And and I kind of had this moment, light bulb moment, wouldn't it be nice to take the feeling of looking and feeling beautiful right from the moment you woke up to the end of the day? Yeah. Because, you at, you know, this is going back eight years ago, you had the wedding lingerie for afterwards. Yeah. I that no like, one gets to wear because no, you're so I tired. I fell asleep. I fell asleep <laughs> in my dress. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exhausted yeah. and now I've got to look cute. No. <laughs> so after that I thought I'm going to And no ask, one's here taking yes, photos of me. <laughs> so I was lucky enough to have some designer friends and I said, can you provide me your suppliers? If you don't mind, I want to make some lace robes. So they were kind enough to do that and I started off with a range of five robes and was really excited, got completely ripped off. By the factories, of course. I was First so time green, the block, didn't that know what, what I was doing, but they were beautiful and built the little website. Used my and friends uh, as models. How long to your first range sold out? Well, I only did a very small run. Yeah, so it went you know within you know, three months. Yeah, yeah, so pretty yeah. quick. That's awesome. But within six months, we got picked up by Urban Outfitters. So Anthropology, Beholden. Within six months. Within six months. Wow. And I was literally at the post office at Narang posting a robe. <laughs> And Which is on the Gold Coast. And, and it's not on the, the Gold most Coast. glamorous suburb. <laughs> and I checked my phone and went, from the buyer, we want to purchase your robes. And I think I did a little woohoo yeah. in the line. <laughs> no, it's such an evolution. And, yeah, of that like, robe's been recut probably, I think, no, number 30 times. It's the most pinned bridal robe on Pinterest yeah, ever. I read that. For, um, yeah, and, and she's and, just strong. Um, who would be like your fave celeb spotting? Have you had any celeb spottings in the robe or any, in oh. any of the outfits? Uh, sorry, intimate we've, or sleepwear? We've had a few and we're, we're lucky that they actually purchase. Wow. And we see, and then we Google um, Google Earth the house. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're like, that um, house is massive. Yeah, <laughs> we had uh, Ashley Green from Twilight. She oh, purchased wow. and then it ended up on in Brides Magazine. Um, so we've had quite a few, but they, they purchase through our partners, our retail partners like Nordstrom okay. or Beholden. So sometimes yep. they don't tag. So you don't yep. know you until on the six to 12 hunt. months down the track when somebody says, I saw you there or... Yeah, yeah so wow. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're a bit low-key. They're not giving out free advertising no. with their pictures, yeah. so it would and be they, nice. And they just do it off their own back because they generally like the product. So that's the biggest compliment Yeah, we yeah. can get. And obviously being a wife and mother too, um, at the point where you you know decided to go down the path of creating Homebody, mm. how did that go down in the family dynamic? Oh, I won't lie. It's really hard being a working mum. Yeah. I think when you're the kind of person that wants to be an excellent mum and really put your energy into that and also you're really driven to find the balance between the two, you end up putting a lot of load on yourself. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of guilt involved. The mummy guilt. The, the guilt because <laughs> you don't want to necessarily share with your partner or your husband the struggles because you want to look like you can cope. Yeah, and you've kind of chosen the path. And you've chosen the path and you feel a little bit selfish yeah. too because you want to be a good mum. So I find that side really hard. And I think in the initial stages of a setup of a business, that's the hardest part because you're literally doing everything. Your customer service, your manufacturing, your returns, yeah, your marketing, your Yeah, it's not a nine to PR. five. Yeah, mm. and you're doing it all. And now I can sit back a little bit and I've got a great team that will assist. But it's really important for me to be able to pick my kids up from school. Yeah. I'm probably late like I was to this podcast, <laughs> um, but I am there. Um, so I think, yeah, we women, the traditional roles are still very much in place for women, the cooking, the clean, well, in my household. Yeah. Um, lucky my husband doesn't listen. <laughs> um, we won't tell him about this yeah, podcast. It's the, it's the emotional weight that's yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. And the juggle. And um, initially was Dan like, yeah, let's go. Is he like, oh, you know, maybe when the kids are a bit older or how was he with the whole process of you being like, I need to do this, I'm going to... Well, I've always worked. Yeah. Much like you, you, Ash. Yeah. I've always done something. Yeah. Can't sit still. Yeah. Um, So it was very normal. And I've been with my husband since I was 19. Mm -hmm. So it was... It's just another thing. Yeah. Um, I was it was expected. It he was, knew that he'd have some sort of like yeah. passion burning inside that he, he would, had to go. He does would like me to step back a little bit yeah, um, and just chill out a little bit more yeah. because the kids grow up way too fast and everybody says it, but you blink and my son's mm. 16 this year. Oh my God. My daughter's 13 and I'm like, oh my wow, God, all that so pressure. Tiny the last time yeah, I saw them. That's, this is how fast it goes. Yeah, wow. And I have a lot of friends who are corporate women and we have this conversation that uh, it doesn't really matter. Like what matters is family and when you get – you have the success, but at the end of the day, it's family and friends. And I'm really big on investing in friendships yeah, so and putting the time in, even when it's really hard, because they're the things that matter. Yeah. yeah. Quality time. Quality time. Yeah. yeah. And also having time for yourself. You know, if you're doing all of that friends, family yeah. work, and then you're like, I have no time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just wish we had more time. Yeah. That's, that's the hard thing. Yeah. yeah. And then going into when you first did create Homebody, like how did you come up with your like brand? Like how did you know what you wanted, how to stay on point, not mm. to deter from that, not to be influenced from like other brands? Well, actually you're kind of like the pioneer mm. in that sort of area, but to, you know, now um, eight years in to yeah. still be so true to what you kind of started with is we, pretty amazing. Um, I have my sister in the business and we have a rule. If we won't wear it and if we don't love it, 
we don't produce it. Yeah. And early on when we had to deliver quite a few ranges um, for a few department stores and we had a, a designer on board that we worked with, we were churning out styles and we're like, we've got to get this done, we've got to get this into stores and we're just like, oh, it's okay but I don't like love, love it. Yeah. And then when I walked in the store and saw it on the shelves, I'm like, oh, I'm so angry at myself because I don't love it. Yeah. So that is our rule that we really enforce now. Yeah. If we don't love it, we don't produce it and I don't know if that's a commercially smart rule or not no. but it really comes back to important. our team yeah. and we literally pull out the styles and go, do you love it? You're not going to offend me if you don't like yeah, it. And now's some the time, not when it's on the rack. Because yeah. we are quite a feminine brand with yes. a bit of boho mm-hmm. like, splashed in there. But, yeah, that's our, our main rule. We don't love it. And you just mentioned your sister. So yes. your sister's part of your team. Yes. And how does that go working with a sibling? Because well, Courtney and I both work with siblings too. Oh I think it's great. <laughs> I think we... We wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we put a lot of expectation on our family that we wouldn't do on a, yes. a staff member. So the level and... Um, what I would, you know, my expectation of Marianne is a lot higher. Yeah. And because of that, I've pushed her mm-hmm. um, and, and she's, you know, she's really grown. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it can be challenging. But with Marianne and I, she there's a 15-year age difference okay. um, and we have different mums. Mm-hmm. So people don't know we're sisters because mm-hmm. I'm dark, dark features. She's blonde, blue-eyed. Mm-hmm hand naturally (laughs) (laughs) Um, hate her yeah (laughs) but but she gets to fulfill you know her passion she manages the social media side of things I was gonna ask yeah she does a very good job she's on point with those youngins yeah she knows (laughs) no it's hard for us getting into the kind of next phase of life social media wasn't always around for us we complement each other yeah, and I definitely. like putting her forward as the face too. Yeah. So I like to elevate her and put her out and send her out to events. And yeah, so it's well, and because you know sometimes the events do take you away from family life. Yes. and you're like, oh, someone has to go, but like, yeah. why does that have to be me? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to get another outfit. I don't have to do my hair and makeup again. Mm. Like, you know, so it's nice just to be able to have someone to go and represent you and know that they're going to mm. do a stellar job. So too. it's definitely a family business. And then I've recently had a friend come back who was with me in the initial stages of the brand, who's come on as our manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think once they know where you've come from, they it's, yeah, they understand the, the challenges and, and the growth and yeah, any business and any partnership. But I think honesty, um, being clear and having expectations. And one of our motto, mottos is just finish what you start yeah. and try and touch a piece of paper once. Like if it comes across your desk, just do it then yeah. and there. If you get an email, just respond to it straight away. Um, timeliness, getting back to people, that's really important for us. And um, all your ga- garments have a name. How mm. do you go about naming your garments? Friends, yeah. family. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, we've used I up a al- lot. I did already know the answer to that question because I see the names of them. Yes. I'm like, I know who that person is. Yes. I don't know who that person and is. And it can get you into trouble as oh, well. We, really? We had a garment called, I won't say what it was, <laughs> and we had a brand of the same name, which is a common girl's name. Yeah. Um, send us a letter of cease and desist. Oh. They were going to sue us. I'm like, well, but that's actually my friend's name and yeah, it's I'm just not. a robe. Yeah. So that was tricky. All those names are like yeah. Camilla, Colette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's, coming, that, that's it. It's coming for you. So <laughs> now we, if we hear a beautiful name and even if a customer's name comes through and it's beautiful, we just jot it down. Yeah, you're like, yeah. 
Okay, give her a free garment. We're stealing her name. That's a nice name, Balenciaga. I'm just going to write that down. And how do you go with, you know, delegating tasks when you're so emotionally invested in everything? Like, has that been a process or are you good to go from the start? Because you did say, you know, you're at the post office posting Mm. all these things out and then, you know, you get a bit bigger and you're like, well, Mm. I can't go to the post office anymore. So someone's got to get them there. Do they get them there at the right time? Like, you know. Well, we um, employ people off their energy. Mm -hmm. I think you can train everything else. Yes, I agree. Um, we've got uh, quite a few single mums that mm-hmm. work for us. So it's really like having a business that's viable is important because now we've got, you know, 18 people that rely on us per week for a paycheck. Yes. So I also say to them, you know, we have to get the orders in to pay your bills and yeah. it's important that we um, deliver a great service. So I'm very open about that. And yeah, I, I still am very hands-on. Like even before I came down here, I said, you know, let's have a look. How are you packing? Let's have a look at the cards. Yeah. Attention I'm, to I'm detail. present yeah. and we do have systems and procedures in place. Yeah. yeah. And um, so because you have such a um, unique looking brand, like I can see when, like you, even before I see like on my Instagram, if a picture comes up, I don't even need oh, to see Homebody you. underneath it. I know that it's Homebody. Um, and you just obviously say that your sister manages mm-hmm. that and she does a great job. Um, how how did you go with, you know, your, your French Jewy look? Like was mm-hmm. that just always where you wanted to be or did you really take time in like structure? I already knew that this femme look has to be. I think it's an evolution. If you look at all brands as an evolution, Um, and I think Maran and I are very um, in sync with what we love. So I'll go through Flickr and find pictures or we'll plan the shoot together. We have a great team. We've been working with the same team for eight years. We're very loyal. And they understand our vision and what we like. Um, But it's an an evolution of the brand. And I think... Yeah, it just gets more refined as the years go on. People understand what and you're in, after. In your in your brand bible, it you know spoke about you know your message to be kind, mm. your message to have self love, your your message to you know have that self care. Mm. And um, I didn't actually know like that you know when I look at the beautiful pictures and what you create, like I feel that I feel mm. that vibe. But when um, I was actually reading that that's your purpose, yeah. I was like, and that's you know I was like, wow, like I feel that. And so like to see that. A brand actually is doing that without actually physically saying that they're yeah, doing it. It's important. Is really good. I think it's like when you get your hair blow dried, or it's that feeling when you're like, "Oh, I feel a bit special." We want our wearer to have that same feeling, and the reason they're purchasing Homebody is, like, especially in store, going into retail, it's really hands on with the feedback. It's uh, gifting with purpose. So we've had customers come in buying pair of pyjamas for their mum who's literally, you know, in hospital and this will be the last pair she wears and she wants her to wear something nice. Um, There's a reason behind the purpose and, yeah, that's important for us and sometimes I lie in bed wondering how many people around the world are wearing our pyjamas. So the quality is important. The fabrics we use are important. I take it personal, really personal. It comes across. And um, speaking about like, you know, who's, who's your, your buyer, when Mm. you lie in bed, you know, thinking about who's wearing it, you have a part in your, um, in your Bible, that's your target market. Mm. And it, um, I love that it was the empowered woman. Yes, There was the bride, the comfort seeker, um, the token of love, which is um, a male purchaser, mm. which I really liked, and then the super mum. So you've really not 
why women as a whole, mm. um, you know, can purchase whatever they like, but you're also then breaking it down to like you don't just have to be a bride. Like, no. you know, you can be, you know, wanting to pamper yourself and you work hard and you want to feel good in what Definitely. you're wearing when you slip into bed. Courtney actually runs two sets of pyjamas in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're committed. <laughs> so she has her, like, house jammies and yes. then she has her sleep jammies. Yeah, so, like, her body would be like yes. my house jammies. It's like I want to feel nice when I'm walking around the house. When I'm in bed, it's like really like – Yes. The, like oversized T-shirt, kind of like the skanky suit, ones. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what's happening. The transition from pajamas to daywear is huge, and that was a big focus on our late, latest range. We used a lot of linens, and literally, if you go into our store, you see the girls are wearing pajamas, but it doesn't look like pajamas. Oh, I didn't know. You that. can wear them down to the beach. They're oversized. You can wear them with slides to pick up the kids from school. Yeah, those matchy matchy sets are yes. so on trend at the moment. I had I the flu them. last year. I think I wore them for three days straight, and I just <laughs> dropped the kids at school, came home. Glen twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so we we do design with that in mind and people and there's more and more of a focus on on comfort in fashion and being comfortable but also great shapes and great fabrics that are easy to wear and sustainable and um another little section when i was reading the bible um was um about your brand personality and the tone of voice and mm. about women. And there was a part in there that I really loved and I'd love for you to read it out sure. so we can elaborate a little bit more on that. We are all sisters. We understand what women crave. We may be different ages and sizes, backgrounds and careers, but we are women's women. We innately know what it is to journey in the world of firsts. First bras, first boyfriends, love, heartbreak, child career, move or career challenges. First time to speak up about boundaries, the first time we travel alone. Life shapes us and we are empathetic and strong. We believe that self-love and self-care are the most important thing. Yeah, and when I read that, I was like, that is just so freaking true. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like sometimes like, uh, you know, I'm not speaking for all men, but they just like, they like don't even remember the first person they slept with probably. Like, and then there's all the other, you know, bits and bits and they don't have to wear bras and they don't have to do all this stuff. And, you know, I was like, oh, we all share so much like core things. Yes. But as like time makes you busy, you don't actually take the time to sit down and reflect on all of those things that we're all going through I just bought my daughter her first proper bra and she's like I'm not wearing that <laughs> like and yes, I remember are. being like that and yeah. it's just that that rite of passage and yeah and you're yeah. like you're getting to the point you're gonna have to wear that I'm like do you want to wear one of our bralettes she's like no they're too girly oh <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute like I'm like yes my mum designs I have amazing <laughs> things come sleep over at my house I know <laughs> like, well her friends her friends love it but she's the biggest tomboy so and um who was your first love Oh, a high school, high school sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was with him from 15 to 19 and um, he, we just became best friends. Yeah. And um, I literally, we broke up and I said to my girlfriends, I want a party yeah. and I'll be <laughs> and free and met Dan next week. <laughs> <laughs> and been with him ever since. And I'm a true believer you can't force anything. What will be will be and that's a big um, part of our business. We don't, we've never reached out to any of our partners that have come to us. Yeah. Um, it's it's got to happen naturally. If you force it or want it too much, I think you put up a resistance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so when when I met Dan, I was totally not in that frame of mind. I was like, it was all about career, um, uni, working. Had this plan. Never would have thought I would be um, pregnant. You know, three years later and you know, having kids. That was never in my my plan. But yeah. things have turned out even better than what I thought. Yeah, I had planned. And that's all. You just have to learn to kind of let go. And, and let, well, yeah, a lot of people are like, what's your five-year plan? What's your five? Yeah, no, I don't. 
It's Amazing. hard. And like obviously we learn in life too, you can plan whatever the fuck you want, but it doesn't always work out <laughs> no, that way. So no. like you gotta have a plan A and a plan yeah. B. So yeah. put it out there. And um, then hope for it and then let it go. The other one that I really liked that was put in there, which I didn't think it was like off brand, but like I was like, oh, I liked it. It was mm. very strong and everything has mm. been, you know, empowering. But this was like very strong about, you know, the first time you set boundaries. And mm. I think boundaries are definitely something that a lot of people struggle with. Mm. And, um, you know, whether it's in business, in friendships, in yes. family, creating these boundaries. And that's definitely something that I've been working on recently. Mm. I'm still I'm, working on that too. I don't think it ever stops because you, everyone has that person either in a friendship or a relationship that they can't seem to enforce those boundaries. Yes. They like get made to do things that they might not want or that person's over-investing in their life and you're like, woo, like I need you to woo up a little bit. It's a bit too much. Yeah. And being able to speak up yes. and actually say, this is a lot and I just need you to either mm. back off mm-hmm. or I need this, this and this to happen. Definitely. So how do you go about enforcing boundaries Personally and professionally. It's taken me a long time and I've had a lot of experiences in my life to work on this, both professionally and personally. But I truly believe that we teach people how to treat us. Yes. So if you allow someone to invade your personal space or contact you incessantly or demand too much of you, you're teaching them that that's okay. So it's, yeah, it's really... setting yourself up and and being around people how you would want to be treated and not accepting what you won't accept and and yeah it's and I guess um also uh, modeling to your friends how what a friend should be and if that's not reciprocated yeah sometimes it doesn't work (laughs) and it's hard like friendships are probably more harder than anything else because you either carry that time frame you're like but we've been friends for like 20 years like we can't just end it now but you know I think you just have friends in different boxes too yes and knowing that it's okay to do that reason season and lifetime I really believe that yeah um and you can learn from those relationships you're not going to be best friends with everyone and I teach my kids that like you've got special people in your life and people that come in and float in and you learn from them and they it's doesn't have to be forever be forever yeah and that's that's life yeah, I like that that's yeah. really cool and um like more on like a, a a personal note so when um you are having your like how does your perfect day look so mm. are you a routine mama are you just like <laughs> whatever happens in the day happens and then also like your downtime like yeah. what do you do to recharge it's so funny my husband and I've having this joke in the mornings because life has been really hectic the start of this year with coronavirus and everything going on the world's a little topsy-turvy so in the morning I say to him if you could do anything today what would you do and he'll go if you could do anything today what would you do and it's literally (laughs) lie in bed watch a movie eat chocolate do nothing yeah yeah that's a treat like literally being at home for me is my favorite body it's my favorite (laughs) I live on 30 acres Um, we've got a horse Um, you know I love spending time in our garden that is where my happy place is. Home is where the heart is. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so nice. And so the, one of the other things was is there's like a, you know, if you were having a bad day, mm. what do you what do you do to kind of reset sure. that? Are sure. you like, I need a glass of wine, I need to be alone. <laughs> you know what yours yeah, is, Yeah, we actually. always know. Everyone knows what mine is. But like, mm. you're you, are you like, I just want to be alone or do people bring you? Good question. Yeah. And being a mum of teenagers, I've really had to work on this one <laughs> and- and I, because you know, my father battles depression, so I've seen it and I've seen him go into that hole and 
it's not nice and it really affects everyone around you. But I'm a big believer in exercise. Mm -hmm. So if I'm having a bad day, just put your shoes on and go for a run or go for a walk and you will feel bad, better no matter what. Like yeah. those, in, And I'm not a huge exercise person. Yeah. Like I do Pilates a couple of times a week and that's it. But I say to my son, just get it out, go for a run, yeah. get it out, um, go, go in the pool, scream underwater, yeah. just get it out of your body. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's how I you know, deal with it. Yeah. Definitely, drinking makes it worse for me. Yeah, I'm not a big drinker. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I like, makes it worse for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like sometimes, and yeah. I've learned that the, the hard way. Yeah, I just the next day, I just feel down. Yeah, and the, I guess it's just the way alcohol affects me. Yeah, well, like, and I think yeah. you know, I think it's one of those things that it's a natural thing for, especially for me, um, to like reach for that. Yeah. But then I agree with you in the fact sometimes I will be like, I just needed that one glass, mm. and if I sometimes if I'm Mm. not having a really mm. good day and then I have the next glass, yeah. that's when it starts to like yeah. spiral in the means of that. Well, then I've probably had the bottle yeah. and then I'm like crying and saying shit I don't mean mm. and then and I like wake up and I'm so dry, dehydrated yeah. and dry the next day that I'm like, now today's shit too. Yeah, <laughs> and I have some amazing friends. Like one of my girlfriends and um, she lost her husband mm-hmm. and she's just sweared off drink for a whole year. Yeah. And I just said, wow, that's incre- incredibly um, strong. Well, yeah. And yeah. because, you know, it's not definitely not medicine. No. Like it doesn't and make you feel better in the long run. No. And, you know, and, you know that's really um, a good thing that she was self-aware enough mm. to know that that's not bringing any. And I've seen it with my husband and my family. We lost my mother-in-law who we live on the farm with and, you know, we were in the journey of the cancer together and I saw how al- alcohol came into play afterwards. Mm. Didn't like it. Yeah. It's not medicine. No, yeah. it's definitely not yeah. medicine. And um, when you were going back in mm. time, so when you're in your PR days mm. and um, you actually got to represent a European company, yes. so yes. did that see you travel mm. over to yeah. Europe? Is that where your love of um, French? And yeah, <laughs> well, you know what? It's all those little stepping stones that you don't realise are stepping stones at the time. Um, I was very young. I was 21 and I was very fortunate to have this opportunity to work for this uh, French beauty company. And what it really did was set the foundation of building a brand and the, who does it better than the French? Yes. They do it really well um, down to their systems, procedures, the marketing. But back then, Instagram and Facebook wasn't even a thing. Yeah. Uh, wasn't even a blip on the radar. Yeah, it was all in Vogue magazine. Yeah, <laughs> it was all about magazines. It's yeah. really true. So that was my foundation. And yeah, I was really um, fortunate to have that, that time. But also now with marketing, you have to have your finger on the pulse and you have to you know, be really, very we got some TikTokers in store. Yep. Um, we got my, my daughter in and, and my manager's daughter and we did a TikTok and that was went off. Yeah. And it was crazy. fun. Like you've yeah. got to actually have fun. You've got to have yeah. fun with what you do. Yeah, definitely. Otherwise, what's the point? And a lot of things that Courts and I have been, you know, researching and everything, like they're like, you know, fun is, um, you know, the key. It's about, you know, joy. Soul and, food. Yeah. And yeah. if you love what you do, like it kind of all comes from every direction it's then. It's very easy you attract, then. You attract yeah. more. Yeah, that sort of creativity side as well. Like Brene Brown has this quote that I actually was looking at this morning. It's something like, you know, people say that, oh, no, I'm not a creative person. And I get that a lot in my job when you're like, guys, we need ideas. And it's like, Mm. oh, no, I'm not a creative person. (laughs) And Brene Brown says, like, everyone's creative. It's just whether you choose to use that side of your brain or not. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's in there. So, yeah, yeah. I think doing things that are more fun, like, 
painting classes or like top golf or yeah. bowling, like all those things kind of get your juices because flowing a bit more. The Definitely. nine to five happens very quickly and then it turns into eight till six and then it's eight till eight and That's you're it. like, oh my God, work is like consuming everything. I need to strip it back and start having mm. some fun. Mm. Um, when you were travelling overseas, uh, what was, like, can you speak French? No. No. <laughs> no, my father's German and yep. I can't even speak German. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> and um, where was the favourite part in Europe that you went? Oh, oh Italy. Yeah. Yeah, Italy. yeah, but I went to a lot of the trade shows, so it was a lot of hotel rooms, but um, Italy, yeah, definitely. And Rome. One, one of the other things that I guess people wouldn't really know, even from the little bit of history that I gave when I mentioned model, mm. um, one of the key points to um, speaking of Italy and yes. food, so I'm guessing yes. we're going down yes. like the food journey too, is that, um, you know, when you were modelling, mm. Um, you had kind of like this love-hate relationship mm. with modelling because mm. it was restricting you from one of your other passions. Which, which is, is food. Which is food. And I just love how the world's changed now. Like we recently went to the iconic um, fashion launch and they had models of all sizes, all races, all religions and all ages. Yeah, wow. Which was really nice to see on the catwalk. Um, Being real. Back when, you know, 18 years ago when I was doing it, I was considered a plus size model and I was in the bridal industry and did underwear showings and bend on and things like that. And I was just a normal size 10 girl um, and was told, you know, if you want to compete in um, fashion or high uh, runway, you have to lose this much and your hips need to be 36 inches. And, and this and, is actually how yeah. Inga and I know each other yeah. because I worked at the modelling agency oh, <laughs> and wow. that's how we met. Yeah. And um, I just, um, I was so young at the time and obviously I ain't no model. I don't have the <laughs> height for it to say the least. But, <laughs> you got the looks. You got the looks. <laughs> but I used to be the little doting receptionist on mm-hmm. the front desk yeah. and all these beautiful glamorous people would walk in and not all of them were very nice but oh. Ingrid was, and um, there's another um, Georgie, Ingrid and Georgie would, and Natisse actually, yes. um, would always come in and they were the, you know, the Glamazons are so tall and beautiful, but so nice. Like Thank they you. weren't We were just... trying to get drink cards. <laughs> 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 yeah, I judged the modelling competitions at the nightclubs. So I was like, hey, tickets. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a different world now. Like, Yeah, but sorry, I cut you off, yeah. but um, you, you then were like, well, you know, I love food, I mm. love this, and you kind of, like, let it go a little bit. Mm. But, you know, I would be, like, you know, doing their measurements and mm. I'd be like, these people are tiny. Like, what do you mean they have to lose weight? Like, they're, yeah. like, so tall and they're wearing, like, smaller clothes than me. Like, how does that even work? And it warped us. And yeah. I think I just wish, and my children, I don't encourage any of that with my children, I just wish we could have loved ourselves and had that message out then um, like it is out now yeah. because we were so hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we look back and go, why? Yeah. What a waste of time. We should have and just owned it. And I don't really want it. to say like plus size model because that's not really like at all like what mm. you were. But in the the, the day, like being mm. a size 12 mm. was being called a plus size model. Yeah. So I mean, that would still be classed now as is a it? curvy model. Oh, 16 now? Yeah. Size 16? Yeah. yeah. And um, I used to just be like, oh, my God. And then but when, you know, you kind of was like, you know, this is who I am. I'm mm. so tall. Like I'm curvy. I'm nat- naturally this is who mm. I am. Then that's when all these bridal shows and everything yeah. really took off for you. Well, there wasn't many girls in that category. So yeah. I was I could pick up those jobs and 
I wasn't the prettiest, I wasn't the skinniest, but there was that category and there was a gap in the market for experienced models who could do it that were that size. So I'm like, why would I starve myself? I'm just going to yeah, run with the this. There's a with lot of brands that still don't even do more than a size 12. And it's yes, just like, I know. What, 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 what sizes does Homebody range? Up to two plus. Okay, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's yes. awesome. And you had, I forget what your question was when we were talking about this during the week. Well, I know when you first started, you weren't doing, you were doing like a smaller range of size yeah. initially and then you obviously that's moved right. into yeah. the extending the size range. What was that sort of process like? How did you decide to? Well, feedback from customers. Yeah. And a lot of our um, customers are bridal groups and it just, you know, was gut wrenching when we got an email that my bridesmaid can't fit your garments um, but we want to have the, all our photos together. So I'm like, that's just not right. Yeah. But, um, well, that makes me yeah, so sad. Initially like, it was step a this photo funding out, thing, <laughs> consumption of fabric, like you um, you have to um, consider that because larger sizes often twice the amount of fabric. So early stages we just couldn't afford to produce that yeah. full size range. Um, but now we, yeah, it's, it's a priority And same, same pricing for? Same pricing. Okay, wow, that's Definitely. amazing because a lot of brands don't do that. A lot of brands charge no. extra. They have like a their normal size range yeah. and they have their plus size range and then when you go to the no. plus size it's like oh this is more no, expensive. No we factor it in. We factor oh, that in. That's amazing because yeah. yeah like that's not already like an issue then to be like oh and now I can't even afford it. Yeah <laughs> like, I know because they I They make was, it and they can't afford it. Yeah so. I'm a lot smaller now but I was a lot larger when mm-hmm. I was a bridesmaid for one of my best friends and I just remember the the stress of like you know all the we have to wear the same dress and my mm. friend's trying to find a place that even has dresses that would be the same as me. I ended up having to have my dress made to look like the other girls wow. because we couldn't get something that yeah. was the same. And even on the day that we didn't have, mm. they, she didn't buy homebody. She just mm. didn't know about it at the mm. time. And so it was like everyone was like doing up their little like gown, their like robes. Mm. And it's like mine's like barely like going yeah. across my body. It's just like, yeah, you know, no. you feel shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and that goes against our brand like, ethos. That's just yeah. not what we're about. Yeah. Uh, when, when my best friend got married, um, Ingrid very kindly um, allowed us to all wear homebody. And that was the highlight of the, the day for us. Like, we looked so beautiful throughout the whole day. I actually have to go back into my. Beautiful, um, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> then you have to get into the nice yeah. dresses. Like, and oh. then put the heels on, and you're like, okay, let's go back to like just wearing all of our our um, robes and gowns. And we actually had the, the sleepwear too. And I just remember how beautiful my best friend looked. Like, getting ready mm. all the photos just look so magical mm. like they just look straight out of a magazine and um you know we still wear it now like yeah. it doesn't just have to be for that day so it's so nice and you know I also you know there's there can be the, like the cheesy like bride stuff but this that's not for everyone mm. um but no one can say that what you do is not for them because mm. it is just so beautiful you feel so special thank the you. materials feel amazing also the personalization is one yes. of the things that I love yeah. about I thank you realize well. you did that in store yeah too. we do it on in store on yeah. the spot so that that was great of Christmas yeah um, we've got really skilled um, seamstresses because it's not simply just popping something on a machine it's a, you've got to um, digitalize it and have different names make it fit some people have five letter names some people have eight letter names so there's a bit of a method to the madness yeah we were walking um, past just yeah. Pacific Fair the other day and I was with my dad and he could see through the window the person <laughs> doing the embroidery he like stopped and was so impressed <laughs> I love oh God, it. They're doing it in store. Yeah. I was like, yes, Dad. Do so, you want some pajamas? <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Ricky. Ricky. Oh, it's coming. We get it's some exclusive. We get some wild name requests. <laughs> like, and it's like, um, Ingrid, um, are we allowed to go ahead with this one? And I'm like, I think we had a group of strippers that all got robes um, a few months back and it was like 
Sassy Fandango and, <laughs> and all these names. And Too many letters, guys. <laughs> Can we call you like oh, SF? Oh my, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> oh, so in um, what are the what are the future goals that you're setting for both yourself, like personally, professionally? Is it to like you know step back a little bit, or is it you got new projects you're gun hoeing mm. on? Or? Yeah, our next focus is uh, sustainability. Mm-hmm. So um, we're taking our satin garments and we've actually found a um, organic sustainable alternative okay. which not many people are doing so we're super excited about yeah, that. Yeah wow I think that's definitely the the way the world's yeah. going everyone's really hoeing in on sustainability. And trying to maintain that price point so a lot of direct yeah. to consumer so that we can we don't have to factor in that wholesale margin mm-hmm. so that range we're really excited about. Um, we're also um, looking at opening another store. Oh, that's exciting. Offshore. Offshore. Yes, so Leaving the land cool. down under. Yes. <laughs> so that's that's um, a mid-year project. Wow. Um, which we're really, well, really we'll excited about. we'll have to all about. keep our ears out for that because that's very exciting. And yeah. how does that make you feel? Like because you can't be in two places at once. Mm. So that's like a really kind of like a super intensive project but also then letting go of yes. the fact that someone over there is like doing it all. Yeah. Well, we have a couple of team members here that have put their hands up to go. So that's great <laughs> and um, yeah partnering with the the right team over there on the ground that's really important for us um, so and other than your stores who are your stockists now uh, we're with DJs the iconic Nordstrom Bloomingdale's revolve wow. anthropology yeah that's yeah. amazing and so you I think at the start did you say that who con- who reached out to you? Oh, that was um, Urban Outfitters. So Urban Outfitters, under the yeah. Urban Outfitters yep. banner is Anthropology and Beholden. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. you know to be six months into a new, new label and have yeah. someone that massive. Their head out. office is just the coolest. Really? Like, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's really really impressive in Philadelphia, and it's an old abandoned, oh, refurbed naval base. Huge. Oh, wow. And when we Marianne and I were there, we're like, why is there so many dogs everywhere? Is this your bring your dog to work day? <laughs> and there's like dog parks and like, no, every day you can bring your dog. And there is probably a thousand people working there. Oh. So you'd like it's like a lot of dogs. That's a lot there. of dog shit too. Yeah. Also like <laughs> the liability. Yeah, like, dog attack. Well, that's what I love about America, is it's so dog friendly. And um, we recently did a pair of um, pug pajamas. So we've got a pug. Uh, Ruby the Pug and we work all our fabrics and everything has thought so we illustrated Ruby and then we print our own fabric and yeah the Pug pajamas have gone off in America. Cute. (laughs) (laughs) I think like yeah yeah, like French Bulldogs and Pugs are very popular in like print. Oh and um what are, what are what are the well obviously that's a massive goal to open like mm. an international store mm. and then are there any other things in the pipeline that um, everyone can be excited for maybe online? Well, work-life balance is yeah. personally something yeah. for me, just working yeah. on that. and Because um, you are a self-proclaimed perfectionist like me too <laughs> and I've like started to be like, I can't be perfect, so yeah. I'm going to be try to be not perfect. Yeah. Um, how does that go when you're doing something that actually involves being so perfect? You know, you've got to have the right product, it's got to be made, it's got to be packed, like mm. it's all brand, like the brand is like perfect but obviously people aren't perfect. Well, it's not a nine to five yeah. and that's the thing about brands, you can go to work but then you're at home and you're, you're working and putting out fires, you're dealing with issues, you're working with staff and HR and, and Some manufacturing. Of us are literally putting out fires. Yes. <laughs> it's, a no, it's non-stop. Um, having the right team is yep. imperative yeah. around you. 
And oh. it was your growth in your team um, like happened kind of, you know. Very organically. Very organically. Very yep. organically. Yep. And it was what we could afford yes. at the time. Yeah, staff oh. are expensive. We're a family. They're, they're necessary, yeah. but they're expensive and too. And we're a family like, business. Can I do this myself or yeah. like do I need someone yeah. to do it? It's very hard because it's hard to grow without the staff, but then you almost like need the growth money yeah. before mm. the staff to afford the staff. There's so many risks and involved. And then, you know, being responsible for X amount of people, mm. as you said, to get a paycheck at the end of the week. Especially is, when it's family because you're like, if this goes falls <laughs> up. Like we're all yeah. living together. <laughs> we're moving in, guys. <laughs> well, my husband's family. That's a my husband's in a family business too. So it's um yeah, we understand the dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> and every episode we have a segment which is called um, usually called With Love Ash, but because now we have some Yay. guests, we can rework that. And it's actually With Love Homebody this oh, I week. Love it. So the beautiful Ingrid has kindly donated to one of our listeners a personalized set of pajamas of their choice, which is so exciting. So um, can when I enter? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm dying to see which ones they are. <laughs> um, so basically, what you have to do is you have to go to um, Apple Podcasts you have to or Spotify you can't review on Spotify we're working on that some degree they might change it but they won't (laughs) Um, so go to Apple Podcasts you need to rate review and then go to um, With Love Ash on Instagram and then find the post that is for Homebody and then pop your name down your what do we call it the handle I get this wrong every week so (laughs) like yeah they're always like get it together like (laughs) it's every week Um, and then um, they need to also go over and follow the Homebody page so, um, and then you can see all the lovely things that they have there. So, lovely, lovely. Um, to finish off, we're going to be doing our farewell five, which is five questions that um, we like to ask our guests. But because you're our first one, this is like, we're going to see how it <laughs> oh, goes. I love it. <laughs> so, um, what makes you flawed? Oh, too honest. Too honest? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah don't know no fil- I don't know no. if that's a flaw. Well, sometimes it's... <laughs> the person no, receiving it might yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. No, no filter bitch. sometimes. Yeah, no filter. And... I have a German father and we have a strange sense of sarcasm okay. and sometimes that delivery can just be so wrong. <laughs> okay. So honest and sarcastic. Yeah. And what makes you fabulous? Oh, gosh. It's that, a harder that question. That one is really hard. Everyone and needs I, to be more, more I think that that's one. a real Australian thing too. We're kind of taught not to. Yeah. Um, Float our own boat. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a survivor yeah. and um, I'm resilient and... I have grits and I, I when I do Don't what I, down, I do what I say. Yeah. What I, we, uh, my word is my oath and yeah. if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. I mm. love that. And speaking of words, if you had like a quote or a life motto that you live by, what would that be? It's all in the journey. It's all in the journey. Like it. Mm. Favourite drink? Oh, long story. <laughs> drink cards. Going back to drink cards. <laughs> well, struggling 18-year-old. Um, they were my, life. The drink cards, literally, like my girlfriends and I, and Matisse, and yep. we would go out and we had these drink cards. All the models that could never yeah. get a drink bought for them, yeah. for them. <laughs> and <laughs> the, the drink DJ cards <laughs> would validate the drinks. And then came that one day where the drink cards ran out. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we can't afford to we go went anyway. to, We literally went out with like 10 bucks. and uh, It's crazy. So we went to the bar and we all pulled our, our money together <laughs> and we said to the barman, can you give us the strongest drink for $12.50? <laughs> so it was a chartreuse and lemonade and three straws and we used to call ourselves the Minkies and because it was 55% alcohol, we called the drink the Minky 55 and that is a legend now. And I think it ended Does that come up, out at parties? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we love it. So. I love that. The Minky 55. <laughs> Let's give it a crack, Court. I'm not and sure. And this one, not everyone might understand, but briefs or bangers? 
Yeah, I'm a banger girl. <laughs> <laughs> like it, slap it. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you have any more questions, Court? No, I'm all good. No. Oh my goodness, Ingrid, it's been so good to see my you. Pleasure. Thank you so much for coming in. I've absolutely loved. I'm so that. proud of you, Ash. Thank you for having me. Oh my pleasure. Yeah. And I can't remember Thanks, what I'm supposed Courtney. to say at the end now. <laughs> <laughs> Something about being flawed and fabulous. Yeah, that's me to a T. Um, Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back next week. And just remember, we're all flawed, but we're also fucking fabulous. This podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. To stay up to date with me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review and follow me on Instagram at Ash.